The first movie that you're sleeping on is that Larry? Okay. First movie that you're sleeping on as far as Kevin Costner is concerned. Don't say it. Clint Eastwood directed A Perfect World. Uh-oh. Best performance of his life. Performance of his lifetime. We got Larry on the hotline. All right, I enough thought, about I thought you were going to go uh, 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 the singing song. Uh, Larry, your favorite Kevin Costner movie, go. <laughs> Uh, the one with uh, Robert Duvall. The one with uh, the one with Robert du- uh, Tin Cup. <laughs> no, the one where they're the old west, the, bo- the, the, the cowboys, the bodyguard. <laughs> no, they were cowboys. Uh, open, open range. range. Yeah. Oh, listen, listen to me, uh, Larry. It is so crazy that you reference that because I always felt that Open Range was Kevin Costner's Unforgiven. Yeah, it was a good movie. Open right. You're the guy that killed my Yeah, and I liked it too. Boom. Oh, oh, that was. You know, you that you thought, you, well, there was you a little more dialogue. The, well, you thought that guy was going to be the badass. He just shows up and he gets shot in the head, and that's the end of it. He had a two minute roll. <laughs> Listen, it's so Sad. funny you say that because because you're right. But up until that point, uh, yeah, I, it was it was a really thoughtful, uh, almost poetic uh, uh, paying to to the Western life. I thought it was so awesome. I almost named a little boy Blue Bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're a bigger fan. Than I. <laughs> you're a bigger fan than I. Well, that, that was the name they were about to go in and have that gunfight, and he says, "All I've ever called you is boss." He said, "What's your real name?" And he said, "Well, don't tell nobody, but it's Blue Bonnet." <laughs> <laughs> he's what? Spike. They named him Blue Bonnet. Spooky's it's Mike. Spook. I called you. Spook. Lee, come Spike. on. He's one hundred percent absolutely right. That is crazy that you remember that dialogue like that. Larry the Cable Guy, who will be appearing at the Hard Rock in Tampa on Thursday. Two shows, correct, Larry? Yeah, two shows on Thursday. Uh, two big shows on Thursday. Well, I Make sure you get there. Thursday. I feel bad, Mo, 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 Mo. I feel bad. I was late calling you. They, they, uh, you know, I never have any interviews at five o'clock in the afternoon, and so I was, I was golfing. Uh, how'd you do? <laughs> you, uh, how many balls did you hit? It might have been a joke. Uh, I lost seven, <laughs> but Listen. I played good. But here in in uh, in, in Nebraska, we got the leaf rule because there's so many leaves on the ground. So I would hit a couple good shots, and then I would lose them in the fairway because there's so many leaves. So I got pissed came home. All right. Two things based upon what you just said. First and foremost, I thank you for being the only show. First off, you don't need to do any radio. You're Larry the frigging cable guy. Uh, people know you. Uh, people love you. People are going to come out and see you, especially since it's been a minute. And the Hard Rock is a great venue. Uh, so I know you did this because you and I go way back. I was telling my co-host Spike, Larry and I, back in the day, we sat at this WAGS on North Domain. Was it WAGS or was it Village Inn, Larry, that we would sit down after the show? You know show? what I think? Yeah, I think I, I, Mo. I think it was 
Perkins. Perkins, that's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. It was Perkins. The, dude, how many nights <laughs> did we sit out chopping it up uh, over whatever the hell it was we was eating at Perkins? Too? That's Oh, uh, dude, that's where that's where we go late at night and uh, to pick up girls. And the big pickup line was, "Excuse me, ma'am, I couldn't help but notice, but you also ordered the jumbo chili." <laughs> <laughs> also, speak, speaking of speaking of speaking of pimping up, speaking of picking up jumbo chili. Go me and Mo go way back. Mo, I go. Me and Mo go so far doggone back. Mo, I'm not kidding, Mo. We met. It had to be, Mo, I have had to know you since the mid-'80s. I was I was just about to say 85. Goodness. Uh, abs- absolutely. It's been since 85. Uh, we, Larry and I know where the bodies are buried. We know who was responsible for burying them, and and we have shared some great times. I keep telling the, I, I'm going to get to that. And listen, I'm, I know you don't have a lot of time, and I know it's an odd time for you. So I'm I, just, <laughs> I've known I've known I, I've known Mo since he was a little short Asian man. Yeah. <laughs> now he's just Asian. Listen, listen, Larry has known me so long that Larry had jokes about me when I would bring him. Up that he could no longer say today. <laughs> Am I lying, Larry? <laughs> no, that, and that's the you know, and that's the thing that sucks, Mo. Because I mean, we're buddies, and we used to riff off each other all the time, and it was so fun. That's what always gets comedians in trouble. Because, and that's why comics like hanging out in green rooms with other comedians, because you can be in a green room. With all different ethnicities and all, everybody's different, and the jokes are flying, and we're all laughing, and we're all friends, and we go to Perkins after, but <laughs> then comedians forget once they're out of the green room and out in the real world, not everybody has a good sense of humor like we do, so that's what gets them all in trouble, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, and, I can't do any more mojo. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. And Larry, and, and, and to speak to that, and, and, and the beauty, and the beauty of it was that if you were, if so, if you were opening up for the likes of you, you would almost be offended if you then came up and just went into your act without doing five minutes on the guy that was before you. Absolutely, that was half the fun of, of uh, that was half the fun of doing it. That was the camaraderie between the comedians. It was just a blast, you know. And you know, whatever it's, it's, it sucks. It, but. It, 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 let, let me ask. Let me ask you this, and it's it's the, probably the most serious question that I'll ask. And then I got to tell you how you're responsible for the most pimpest moment in my life about being able to pick up a girl. And then I got some questions for you that you're gonna love. Um, what how, I taught Mo. Here's what I real quick before you ask. No. Me, this is what I taught Mo. Said he was having a problem picking up girls, and I told him <laughs> that he needs to use his knees more and not his back. <laughs> physics. That, yeah. not the, that's not the. That's not the story. I was it wasn't the physics. That wasn't the story I was going to tell. <laughs> uh, I will tell you what you did teach me, and when I was promoting your appearance, um, I was playing a little bit of America's uh, Horse with No Name. Do you? You had a you had a great song parody song with that. Uh, I I just you and I loved. 
the song so much. I asked you to teach me on guitar, and I don't know how to play guitar, how to play that song. Do you remember teaching me how to play Horse With No Name? I do remember. That's when I used to take a guitar on stage, and I would change the words to all the songs. And then when I realized, I did that all the time. It was a great part of my act, but I couldn't put any of them on an album because they were, you know, they were just parody songs. You had paid paid for the songs. So I would just do them in my live shows because they were fun to do. You know, I'd do about 20 seconds of some song, but that was one of the first ones I ever did. That was way back in the day when I was still on WDIZ in Orlando. and, 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 And I think I... I think I might have, I'm not sure, but that was D.I.Z. in Orlando, uh, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you've been to a, a taddy bar with yeah. 200 bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know what, I don't know what I can say anymore. See, back in the 90s, that was no big deal. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. All right. That, and that asked, and that's the question. Do you? Are there jokes that you no longer can tell that you regret, not regret, that you feel bad about, or you're just on to the next one, on to the next one? I mean, you're a wealth of material. No, absolutely, Mo, Mo, absolutely. I mean, you know what it was like back when you and I were starting out. We were single guys, and we were having a good time, and everything, just whatever made us laugh. It was, uh, we would do it, you know, but yeah. then you get older and you get married and you have kids and you're thinking, oh boy, I should So yeah, there, <laughs> when I go back on some of those CDs and tapes, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did those Spe- jokes. Hold on. Speaking know, of, and- speaking of that, stay right there. I'm going to tell you and Larry, uh, and I said this and you know how we were, uh, especially if when you were the house MC and I was the house MC at the comedy corner when you were you were coming up there uh you know that there were you see so many acts so many times that a lot of times we end up back at the bar or we're out in the uh, parking lot uh chopping it up and smoking i said there were two comedians that i watched every show religiously john panette r.i.p was one of them and you were the other so i know i i knew every joke you told do you know i'm gonna give you a name and you tell me if you can remember the joke that you did and it's the absolute favorite joke that you ever did uh for for me uh nick nolte for everybody listening uh larry the cable guy would do an impression it, w- it was like a mul- it was on multiple layers dizzy he would do an impression of nick nolte but it wasn't just nick nolte as nick nolte it was nick nolte from 48 hours and it wasn't just that one movie it was nick nolte from 48 hours doing an impression of dorothy in the wizard of oz it's like it's like an inception it was, i got it exactly yeah. Do you remember any other line from there? Because I can tell you all of the lines. Hell, Tin Man, if you only had a heart. Something like that. I can't remember. Okay, let me give it to you verbatim. Uh, uh, Let's get the F out of here, Reggie. Them flying monkeys got tails. (laughs) That's one. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, let's get out. Get the hell out of here, Reggie. The monkeys got tails. <laughs> then, then the other ones click my heels together. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, the, and the last one, <laughs> the last one. I ain't riding in no in no balloon, wizard. Hell, I'm a ragtop man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hell, I hell I riding in no balloon, wizard. I'm a ragtop man. Yep. I'm a ragtop man. I did. I think I did Nolte better back in the day, but you do. Oh my gosh, Mo! The fact that you remember that is hilarious. Holy smokes! I mean, those are that's from third almost forty years ago. Larry, yep. that I know, and, and and but 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 what Dizzy just said, it was a joke that was on an inception level because there were so many layers to it, and I'm just, I'm like, and to me, I'm like, how the hell do you? Okay, so you can do Nick Nolte, but then how do you choose forty eight hours, and then how do you say, well, I don't want Nick to be Nick. In 48 hours, I want him to be Nick in 48 hours in a different movie and be a girl in The Wizard of Oz. I was, like, blown away, dude. Blown away. Yeah, well, that would be, yeah, that's the perfect impression when you put him in a whole different in a whole different movie as a whole different character. Then that's perfect. But, you know, I used to do that all the time, though, that, because, you know, Mo, you know my act. I mean, you, obviously, Clearly. I mean, <laughs> I've, all, I've, always, I've always loved those one-liners, and so I would... But I was always really fond of and was always good at doing the joke, but then tagging on four (laughs) more jokes after the joke Mm -hmm. that related to that joke. But it was just like, so while they're laughing at the joke, I'm boom, 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 boom. There's four more after. And I did that (laughs) because I'm thinking, well, they're going to miss half my show, so they're going to have to come back and hear what I said. And that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Let me give you your best one-liner to me. Your best one-liner. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You said the F word, but I'm gonna put in the B word. Bang. Uh, my girlfriend said I didn't satisfy her, so I banged her with a Snickers bar. She said I didn't have any balls, but that thing was packed with nuts. Mm. Packed full of penis. That's right. That's one of those, and that's one of those jokes I won't do because I have kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Mo, I tell you. I got one of my favorite ones now that I do um, uh, is uh, my wife. When we had kids, I was looking at baby pictures. I remember my wife when we had kids. We didn't plan it. We just figured if they're going to have them, we're going to have them. And she got pregnant. And she was scared to tell me. She didn't tell me she was pregnant for three months. And I didn't know any better because I was already kind of getting used to her throwing up after we had sex. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm gonna come back to that. I'm gonna give you some. Ra- we're gonna get real serious here for once. We're gonna get real serious here for one moment. Uh, uh, how do you feel? How do you feel, Larry, about yes, number six, OSU, going into unranked Nebraska territories tomorrow? Man, you know, I got to tell you, Nebraska has played really good against really good teams. Now, now, hold on, Larry, Larry, I said unranked Nebraska. (laughs) Three and six, No, I know, we haven't been ranked, but we haven't been ranked all year, but but we play ranked, we almost, we lost to Michigan State in the last three minutes, we lost to Michigan in the last minute and a half, we lost to Oklahoma in the last four minutes. 
uh, you know, so we we're playing those teams tough. We just can't get the win. So I, you know, they're fifteen point favorites. I'm I would wow. take Nebraska in the points. Uh, we're, yeah, take Nebraska in the points. I think we're going to play way better than people think. We play good. We'll probably lose, but we're going to play good. <laughs> So you're saying it's a stamina problem, a stamina problem with Nebraska. They can't finish. Well, they just can't get over the hump, man. Uh, next year will be a mu- – you wait and see. I ain't kidding, Mo. Next year is going to be a complete 180 on that Nebraska team. Okay, fair enough. All right, I'm gonna give you a couple of questions. Well, they got all listen. They got all. They got all. all their whole offensive line's freshmen and one sophomore, and uh, they got uh, nine defensive guys out of the this good defense. They got nine are coming back. So I mean, they got they got a young team. Give them a chance. Give them a chance. <laughs> Hold on now, Larry. OSU has a freshman quarterback too. I think they got a lot of freshmen on that team. I think and, every and school they, has freshmen. Yeah, every school has freshmen, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your point? Yeah, but not not your not their entire offensive line. All right. <laughs> hey, where's it? By the way, where's this show coming out of? <laughs> Are you sorry you called in now? Because I asked you about the Brown. We, we got Tampa St. Pete. We're very close to the Ron and Ron old Ron and Ron Studios. We're right off Fourth Street in St. Pete. Oh man, you bet you over there on nineteenth. Uh, uh, well, well, no, no, no. So, uh, St. Pete proper, uh, right where, yeah, right where the the Ron and Ron uh, Studios used to be in that old building. Yeah, yeah, All I, right. I, yeah. Okay, boy, those were the days. Just, I, listen, How fun was that? I, I, listen, I know, I know, but I know. Since, I, but since look. You're there in Florida, a lot of Florida fans there, a lot of Florida State, sure. a lot of you. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, so. Uh, I, the Gators, I'm happy to it's, say it's USF, that, the Gators, and Tallahassee. And Miami. And Miami. Yeah, so I'm happy to say that Nebraska is going to cover the spread, and Ohio State sucks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, you just wanted to make sure we weren't in Ohio. <laughs> I wouldn't make sure you wasn't syndicated into Ohio. You know, I sell tickets there. I sell tickets there. That's so funny. All right, here we go. Uh, Garth Brooks or Toby Keith? Toby. Uh, Charlie Pride or Hootie? Charlie Pride. Uh, good answer. Good. Lead, Charlie Pride. Charlie Pride's a legend, man. You good answer. Hey, as a matter of fact, I was backstage. I, I toured before I uh, uh, before they had me going out and doing theaters from comedy clubs. They wanted me to get used to the theater, so I went out with Merle Haggard for five dates, and uh, and I'm standing there at a show in Oklahoma or in Branson, and Charlie Pride came down and stood next to me, and he was kind of like moving his feet a lot. And, I, and they, all of a sudden, he looks at me and goes, Hey, will you hold this? i got to go take a pee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, held it, I, held it, I held Charlie Pride's drink while he went to take a pee. Drink, right? <laughs> yes, his drink. <laughs> okay. He said his drink. He held his drink. Uh, uh, all right. Who owes you more, your wife or Bill Ingvall? <laughs> Bill Engvall. <laughs> Good answer. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, that was just you and me. Um, I wanted to say this. Let me let me remind you, and then I got to tell you the pimp story. <laughs> Two shows Thursday, 6.30 and 9.30 uh, at the Tampa Bay Hard Rock Casino. Uh, Larry is not only one of the... F- 
absolute funniest catch naturally that I know, but he brings that on. I don't need to, I don't need to sell him. He's been selling out. You know, I don't need to sell him. You are responsible for I was I was macking on this girl in Columbus when I and you used to call me every you used to I think you called up in no, you called Grego and I when we were in Baltimore. Remember when you used to call up Baltimore? Yeah, when, yeah, you was in you was in Baltimore, yeah. yeah. When I was in Columbus and I hadn't talked to you, it had probably been about two years since I had spoken to you. I'm sitting on this right. girl's porch that I that I'm macking on and, and it's going okay. In the middle of the conversation, I hadn't talked to you in two years. I get a phone. Yeah, and I don't know why, because I, I would call you all the time, and then somebody said that you became a huge racist. He wouldn't call me. <laughs> True that. <laughs> or, you know, all right, or you know, racist. Seriously, both of you are going to believe that? <laughs> anyway, anyway, Larry, uh, and I get a call, and I look at my cell phone, and she goes, who is that? I go, hold on, I got to take this. It's Larry the Cable Guy. Do you know how pimp I looked in that moment? Because <laughs> Cause mm-hmm. out of nowhere, I was getting a call from you. Anyway, I always, I always meant to thank you for that. I stopped calling you because uh, I was man, like, I'm you, always racist. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, always happy to be your wingman anytime you yeah, need. You know that. Uh, two things I want to plug. You have some potato chips coming out. Yes. Right. You know what? I, I had, uh, I got some other ones that are coming out, but the company that I had got sold. Right. So they didn't do them anymore. But I used to make these awesome potato chips. I had seven different flavors. I think now we got five. It's a new company. They're just now coming out. Um, I got all kinds of stuff. I got Bloody Larry Mix and all that. You can get most of my stuff on Amazon, and it all goes to, to my charity. What's the charity? The Get Her Done Foundation. All right. All right. There you go. And you guys have been. Uh, that, that, uh, they can, people want to hear about it. Just get her done foundation.org. Uh, do a, tons of work with the vets and tons of work with uh, for kids. The Get Her Done Foundation has been around for a, a more than a minute, correct? Yeah, well, I think we started that in 2008, I think. I was about to say two decades, but just just about going on, going on a couple of decades, yeah. Yeah, which is which is fantastic. Right. I mean, again, I you know, I don't talk I don't need to talk about uh <clears throat> how cool and how generous you are. And I do remember, I think one of the first things you bought when you got uh, when you when you hit it big, and I remember it, I want to say, and I'm going to mess it up. You you were we were working sides with us together. And you got you got to come out to the parking lot, and you were so excited to show me this giant <laughs> jacked up. Was it a Dodge Ram? Was it a Dodge Ram? Dude, it is a big old. Was it the dark green one? Dark yes. green Dodge <laughs> Ram. Mm. Um, up on a up on a. Up on a nine with with thirty thirty eight. <laughs> you were like a kid in the candy store showing me, and, and it, it was just, it was just, it was just a, a thrill to see it. Um, the other thing that I wanted, hey, uh, hey, go ahead. Hey Mo, you know I I don't know what this this brought this story to my member, uh, the bar back that used to work at the comedy at the comedy corner there on Dale Mabry uh, and Comedy Works and became Comedy Works by the name was Comedy Corps. Remember, I think his name was Ralphie. Yeah, absolutely. He was a Cuban guy. Yeah, absolutely. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. But he was always, I mean, all, look, I knew Ralphie forever. We all knew Ralphie, but I didn't know that Ralphie was a Cuban. 
because Ralphie <laughs> always hung out with us at the country bars with a big George Street fan. He wore he literally wore a, a rebel flag jacket. Yes. And I re- I remember one time I had this is like nineteen eighty nine. I I needed a ride to the country bar. He says, Yeah, well let me stop off. My mom wants to give me, I gotta give something to my mom and then I'll call. I say, Yeah, go ahead, stop at the house. And he's literally talking we're all country music, talking about the rodeo going on and he pulls up and all of a sudden he goes, Mama, I'm like, well, what the heck is going on? I'm not kidding. He's like, and she's talking back and I'm like going, Ralphie, where did you, your mom's Spanish? He goes, yeah, man, I'm Cuban, full-blown Cuban. My parents came over here on the Muriel boat lift. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Mo, did you know that? I knew he was. I, I, I think I knew he was Cuban, but I might be mistaken. I, I think I may have known that, but that is a funny story, dude. That is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I had, well, I, I always remember that story because I had no idea because he was, like, so Southern and so, and then all of a sudden he starts speaking fluent Spanish, but he goes, yeah, man. He goes, there's a lot of rednecks in Cuba. <laughs> 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 two shows. Okay. Uh, November 11th. <laughs> two shows, November 11th, 630, 930. That's a Thursday. Tampa Bay Hard Rock Casino. Uh, Larry, I will, I, I want to uh, just, I, I'll DM you my number again. I know you probably changed yours. I haven't uh, been able to talk to you, but I would love to uh, just say, hey, I don't need to even get into the show. I just. No, wanna, Mo, I, I, I got your number. I, I got your number. Okay. I got the same number. Okay. All right. He's a racist uh, now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I promise to answer this time. Uh, I miss yeah, you. Yeah, no, dude, it's the same. It's the same number. But let me just say to you, go ahead. That I love you. So I'm, I'm not kidding. We have been friends for so long, and you have always. We, I mean, we literally were really. We were palling around buddies. We don't see each other a lot, but I truly, truly love my friend Mo. I have so many good memories with you, and I'm so happy for all the things that you've done, and 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 all that. And just when I think about my times of doing stand up in Tampa and Orlando, I mean, you're one of the first people that I always think of because we were we you know it was just fun those were such good comedy memories and to all the people in tampa and st pete you guys have always been so good to me and and i'll never forget me starting there on on YNF with ron and ron absolutely although that whole area was so good to me and i'm so happy to be able to come back and perform for everybody so we're gonna have a good night of shows it's gonna be fun and i'm so glad that i got to do your show mo 